this October 5th, this October 5th, this October 5th, this October 5th, guys, I have to record audio for, uh, I have a comedy show October 5th, unwholesome comedy at McLaughlin's in Astoria, New York, (laughs) and I'm just recording the promo right now at the beginning of this podcast, it's a way to both advertise the show and have audio Good to go. Now, you may have just heard me start to yawn there, and I'm not sleepy. I'm ready to fucking go. I got a lot to say today, a lot to talk about, a lot to think about. Now, if I'm being honest, like most episodes, I've already forgot what I want to talk about at this point in the podcast, but instead I'm going to talk like this for a little bit. <laughs> and I know and I know a lot of people have done Southern accents, and it's not, it's not anything that's that original, and uh, hopefully it doesn't alienate uh, a Southern listener. <laughs> I don't even know where this voice is coming from. Uh, my 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 chair is squeakier than ever today, and you know we're all in love with each other nowadays. Every human loves each other, and it's very nice to see humanity is finally at equilibrium. Have you been checking the news lately? Everybody loves each other. I've been watching a lot of videos about crap strategy. I've just been real focused on gambling. I did a lot of sports betting. Lost a little money, but I made a little money churning a fucking uh, horse race app. Uh, DRF. DRF is the app. If you They, they do a 100% match of your, your deposits. So you deposit $200. They give you $200, and you got to play $200. And you got <laughs> to play all 400 before you can cash out. But just remember... 200 of that is money free money so what i did was i just bet every horse on an, as many races as i can eliminating races where like there was like horses that would get paid less than two to one or whatever like where, where every horse at least gets paid a little bit from your investment and i just kept doing that with 400 dollars, and, and i walked out with 295 dollars. so i recommend drf bet you, you could try this now I get I hit like one long shot where it was like a 30 to 1 odds and that paid out 60. And I guess if every best horse wins, you probably won't make money, but I'm sure I don't know how many fucking races I did. What's 400 divided by 20? No one can actually do that math. That's 20. 20 races I pretty much did betting every horse, putting $2 on every horse. And if you bet on 20 races, Putting two dollars on every horse, you're gonna come out with more than two hundred dollars, and two hundred dollars your, was your initial investment. And this is financial advice from Matt Miller on militant affection about how you can make money gambling on horses. <laughs> um, you could also, uh, you want to make some some nice sneak money, churn credit cards. You, you, do people know about churning credit cards? You know, credit cards offer you, a, uh, like you spend fifteen hundred dollars, you get one fifty. Fidelity did this. If you spend $1,500 in the first three months, they'll send you back $150. And then you don't have to use the credit card anymore. You have to be a very disciplined human. And you just put the credit card away and you just, within three months, if you have any big purchases, use your Fidelity card and you'll just get back a free $150. And then you can cancel the card in a year. You're going to have to wait over a year so you don't seem suspicious. Like you just used it for the opening offer. But there's so much money out there in the world. (sighs) I mean, it's not a time. <laughs> it's not good to have your freaking lively podcast and yawning, but it's not a ton. But it's, uh, you know, it's enough for you, <laughs> the listener. The, th- the thing about the systems that exist out there is they're, they're meant to be, you know, abused and 
manipulated <laughs> to your advantage. That's how the, that's the what the world is. You know, there's lots of things out there that you can have, and you can take it. There's one route to acquire things, and then, and then there's another. <laughs> Just be very vague about everything, and eventually you'll get what you want. God, but you know, I lost a bunch of money fucking sports gambling, and by a bunch, I mean a little bit, a little bit of dough. I made some stupid last-minute bets to like hedge my bet last night. My dog's barking. One second. I gotta see what's going on. I guess it's fine. Dogs just like to bark. <laughs> you ever hear of this? Dogs that are just liking to bark. Woof woofer faces, I call them. Get your woof woofer face out of here. Nah. I love a little pooch. If you're a long-time listener, you know I do nothing but, you know, cuddle. I just do nothing. Well, I don't... I just want to cuddle with pooches every now and then is what I'm trying to say. So how do you feel about that? This is... One of my sleepiest episodes, and it's not good to be sleepy on a on a podcast because you're supposed to want the audience to think that what you're doing is like some a, a, some awake ass some awake ass shit. But there's no awake ass shit going on here. It's just me being a sleepy boy. <laughs> just me being a a sleepy boy. I got a face mask. I got a mask that I made of me in the tub holding a toaster. You go to my Website, mattmillercomedy.com slash learn dash more, I believe. Or just go to mattmillercomedy.com, click the learn more link. You'll see some merch and you can buy a mask with me on it in the tub. You could enjoy that, walk around. One time I, I, I wore my own shirt with with me in the tub holding the toaster and this kid walking by was pointing at it and, told her, and was laughing and pointing at her mom, look how funny that shirt is. So is that a good story? <laughs> I'm making little kids fucking laugh. With my suicidal shirts, is that good for the youth? Do you care about affecting the youth in your ways? I got a TikTok video that got a fucking... Uh, the audio muted, now I have to censor out swears. But I get it, fucking TikTok. I don't want all these kids hearing hearing me say bitch. Even though they can probably... If, if you could find this podcast, you can hear me say it. The thing is, you could just say things. Oh god, this is pretty rough right now. Let me drink some of this fucking coffee I got. You can just say whatever you want. What am I getting at here? I listened to a little fucking TikTok fucking documentary this guy made. <laughs> he went into TikTok chat chat rooms to see what kind of illicit illicit is that the right word? Would see what seems a kind of bad behavior was going on, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just a lot of fucking young girls getting paid to get to bend over by old guys and." Didn't you guys like TikTok? <laughs> this was this YouTube documentary I watched about, uh, you know, all the, the TikTok. Maybe what is, isn't there a thing in that fucking TikTok will give people like this Tourette's thing? It's making people's um, like ability to concentrate much uh, lower. It's you know, it's it's creating a lot of negatives. But, you know, it's fun. I put my content up there. You know, people get to watch me say my silly things. <laughs> Try to stay off that app. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> hey, guys, check me out on TikTok. I don't actually... I try my best to not look at it. I don't need to see a bunch of girls' asses in my face. Or, like, fucking, I don't know, v- videos of fights. <laughs> or, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Do- I mean, I guess nice animals running around. That's nice. You know, see a couple of nice animals cheer you up put you in your comfort zone um 
I don't need to see fucking sports shit. All these, I'm tired of fucking seeing sports shit on my feed. It's not even that I'm against sports, but it's just like people debate about fucking who's the best basketball player. People talk about who's the best quarterback, and it's like who the who the fuck cares? You know, <laughs> these are just fucking muscular, uh, talented men, talented muscular men doing their their tasks. And I'm not saying doing their tasks. I guess that's what they're doing. They're doing their tasks. And I guess, you know, I mean, I do, I do like watching some basketball, you know, Celtics fan, but at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Extreme fanaticism. I don't think that's a word. Fanaticism. Fanatics. Seems, it's a silly thing. People really identify as their team or like their TV show. People get all wild if you make fun of their TV show. You're like, that show sucks. The office sucks. I want to fucking kill fucking Michael Scott. I think <laughs> Dwight sucks. I think he's a, f- a fucking fuck face. I hate Pam. I hate that I know all the characters' names. What's John Krasinski? Is that the other one? What is his character's name? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, but you know, a show. You, you go to work. You know, you do your work. You're at the office. Filling out emails, talking about coworker gossip. You go home and you watch a silly absurdist office. Well, it's, I guess it's absurdist. It's more just exaggerated. What is the office humor? It's just whatever. It's just like silly. It's just like people being fucking weird. People, just like people being fucking weird. So you go to work, you do your fucking job, then you watch people work in an office, except it's not real. It's some kind of fantasy, weird office where everything's silly and there's so many quirks. But then you go back to your normal office where, you know, it's just normal people stuff. People, you know, talk behind people's back and whatever, but it's not like the same. It's not like wild, wholesome office. It's whatever dark, bleak corporate office. But you get to get home and watch your silly humor office TV show and suddenly your existence makes sense now and you're all happy. (laughs) I do. I do really deep down inside want to be one of these guys that uh, really hates TV, you know, (laughs) and its effects on people. You just sit there watching your sitcoms and your tv and your commercials it's funny it's always fun to me that people get mad about like commercials where like nike and it has fat people in it and i'm like then just don't fucking buy nike products if you have a problem with that you know just like if they're if the company's advertising it's (laughs) if you don't like a company's company's advertising just don't buy it i don't buy nike i don't like nike shit I'm not going to buy some Nike shit. <laughs> not to say I don't buy other fucking whatever brands, but uh, yeah, I don't buy it. I mean, Nike uses slave labor. <laughs> Do you like that? Huh? Do <laughs> um, you know that there's more slaves today in the world than ever in human history? How do you feel about that fact? What are we doing to stop it? Nothing. You're just sitting there munching away, eating candies, <laughs> down in cookies, watching your fucking programs. Now, I'm not completely against TV shows. I certainly have watched a fair share, and, you know, it's fun little entertainment ha-ha time, but people really embrace fictional worlds as kind of becomes their being, and it's it's a silly, it's a silly way. It's a, I guess, with religion, you like the way my voice is when I'm straining and I'm trying, I'm seeking something? I'm making the same point everyone fucking makes at this point. Not even that I'm so pro-religion, but, I mean, it... People do just want to follow something or whatever they're given the, the entertainment or religion or government and has all their ideas and stuff. People just take it in and then that's suddenly 
what they are and they just live like that in those in those worlds and in, in that horro horro isn't a word in that noros noro <laughs> narrow structure and you're just stomping around the world and you're like this is this is the guy i am <laughs> and you know this podcast you listen to this haven't i affected you you hear you hear my voice every week describing nonsense no i don't don't want to put myself down like that i'm only i'm doing the lord's work it's good to feel good about your work feel prideful about who you are as an individual it's always good to be that guy so you saw that news of that (laughs) that fucking uh, teacher with the huge prosthetic boobs over in canada and the school standing behind it you saw this story right and I guess it really, it really does confirm the slippery slope theory that you give, you know, you give someone an inch, they take a mile. And it's just how things work. It's, it's just a constant battle between having like a rigid, strict views or like you're, you're allowed to do whatever views. You need to meet, I guess, meet somewhere in the middle where there's rules and you're allowed to be free. And then it's just like, at what point does the rules impede on your freedoms? And what point do, do you have too many rules and you need more freedoms? And then at what point do you fucking jump into a fucking lake full of fire and it just fucking burns your face off and you die because of fire lake and your insides get mutilated and ripped apart. And, you know, it's just like, it's always been the battle. <laughs> it's always been that battle of how... <laughs> free we should be i'm just holding two sides of a deck card card hand deck here um you know my game at the casino is craps but but i've never actually played blackjack with a dealer i know that seems wild but I, i like the dice you know i like the i like the throwing of the dice the random number i like cards too but blackjack meh meh it's not my game it's not my bag baby and it it (laughs) <laughs> it's just fun casinos house advantage at the casinos the house i was at the casino the other day i was playing craps and i lost like a 100 bucks and then and then i went to the atm took out some more money uh broke even on that and then i put some money into a, a slot machine to win went up won 160 bucks i was like nice burning through some of that then went to the another slot machine won 130 bucks and i was like all right and then I burned through some of that and trying to play craps. Like I eventually I won like $30, $40 on craps. I didn't walk. And I finished the night probably a little less losing a less than or losing a hundred plus dollars. Less than $150. <laughs> and that was my my story of craps. I had a big losing gambling weekend when sometimes I have strong winning weekends. It's fun to put your money on the line. You should constantly be risking your money. I talk about this all the time and it's just the way to live <laughs> reckless with your with your resources it's better than it's just an exciting exhilaration now, i wouldn't really recommend gambling it's a tough if you're prone to addiction it really burns a hole in your wallet when you're winning you're you know you're so you're high on top of the world <laughs> when you're losing at the casino i was next to this guy that was like, he was like every, I was playing a lot of horn bets in craps, horn bets being like, if a, a 12 hits, an 11 hits, a three, uh, snake eyes, any craps number hits, 
it's um, the 11, it's like, what is it, 16x, 15x. The 6 or the 2 hits, it's 31x or whatever. So I just kept putting those down because if they do hit, they pay a lot and they're just fun to play. And every time one of those would hit, there was this guy next to me that was copying my bets. He was like, whoopee, <laughs> like in this really loud, high-pitched voice. He was just like, whoopee, wee. <laughs> and every time there was a roll, there was like drapery next to us. He would hide behind the drapes and come out to see what number showed up. <laughs> oh, man gambling this was uh he was a funny guy i'll let you figure out what race he is not that it matters but you just figure it out i'll just tell you i'll just start you off not white <laughs> um a lot of you know a lot of action i played for like three four hours kept going up down up down couldn't couldn't get anywhere couldn't keep any streak alive couldn't find a good winning strategy the only winning strategy was every now and then going to the slot machine and winning a little bit and then at the end of the night i tested my luck even more at the slots the sluts and they all lost and i was like fuck still walked away i already told you that so what's my point here what have we been saying this whole episode you know gambling is fun for me <laughs> i think of i think of life uh, i guess i like to take a lot of uh i like to do comedy that may I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not going to talk myself up here. This is the end of the episode. We've done a full episode of things. I like to leave questions on the table of what what is actually going on in my head. But yeah, that te- that, that story was pretty funny. Do you see the, the big prosthetic <laughs> breasted woman? She was like cutting wood on a table. <laughs> what a silly, what a silly thing. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we are going to a post-sex positive world where everyone's fetishes is just what we are like because like sex becomes more and more less about uh reproduction and more just about pleasure and since people just love pleasure so much you constantly want pleasure throughout the day and your fetishism will just become what you are during the day you're all you'll always be like minorly like sex buzzed you know like like uh you're having like ooh horny feelings and we'll never really think our thoughts in our head because all our blood will be in our fucking genitals and we'll just <laughs> never really have <laughs> well our back of our, our back of our mind we're always we're, we're always just kind of be thinking about fucking <laughs> even though we'll, we'll be i know kids are having sex less i guess but i don't know maybe they aren't <laughs> what am i <laughs> but that's why i keep reading they're having sex less i guess we're having more lust maybe there's more lust less sex more lust we'll just be on only fans jerking off to people who we never sleep with <laughs> there'll just be lots of lust we'll live in a constant lustful state stomping around the world in a constant lustful state Never really thinking straight and never actually accomplishing anything with this lust other than eventually coming. That's a sex reality that I want to be a part of. How do we reach that state? Maybe that's something that could happen in the future. Would you enjoy that? Would you have fun in that sex world? Just constantly being sexy-fied? Sex. (laughs) Sex. How much sex are you getting? Uh... Isn't that the, well, isn't the dystopian future the idea of us all, like, being on this pill that makes us, like, feel okay and we just, we're just mindless drones for the system? Isn't that where we're eventually headed? (laughs) Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what you want. 
Who are the elites? It's funny to think that maybe there's someone who has a billion dollars that's still in the rat race somehow. I don't know. I don't want to explain more than that. That there's people beyond this. There's, there's sm- maybe if you want to make a hundred billion, you know, then you're out of it. <laughs> the rat race. I mean, you can make a lot less and get out of the quote unquote rat race. But how will you be feeling then? Discipline. You need discipline. <laughs> you all need discipline. Every one of you. Every last one of you. You should be disciplined. Discipline coming at you. The... I don't know what I'm saying here. I don't care anymore. I gotta end this fucking shit. <laughs> I guess I do care. I hate when people say I don't care after like saying something that seem they seem to care about. I'm at Matt Miller Real and everything. MattMillerComedy.com. Matt Miller uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Miller Real Comedy. Patreon.com slash Matt Miller Real. Unwholesome comedy on Instagram. I got to re-edit some TikTok video, put it on TikTok. TikTok, Matt Miller, real. Even though I just went through a whole thing on this episode about how TikTok is bad. <laughs> well, there you go. You, it, my, my need for uh, people to, to watch me do my comedic <laughs> acts. I'm trying to make art the, for, for the people. Okay, so... Get, watch me on TikTok, but just me. <laughs> don't watch no titties, okay? Get don't be watching or don't be watching no junk, no gossip junk either, okay? Just just watch my great insight into society and maybe a couple of other good insights, <laughs> or do whatever. I don't. Know. It's I don't. Know. I'm just I'm just counting all these cards in my hand. 52 of them. It's a 52-card deck. Would you believe that? Okay. Goodbye.